0: Coming to you from somewhere in Sanctuary, this is episode 434 of Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. This episode is called Midwinter Blight. It is November 18, 2023, and this is Jed. I'm going to start off with a game that I haven't really mentioned much in Shattered Soulstone episodes. It's about Heroes of the Storm. Blizzard Entertainment on November 16 posted a blog about it and they wrote to this heroes of the storm patch notes November 16 2023 Heroes of the Storm has just been updated with the patch. We would like to take a moment to thank the community for providing insight and feedback for these changes. Here's a few things that are new. Game camera. Camera follow release timer increased from 6 seconds to 12 seconds. You can now pan the camera further away from your hero with camera lock enabled before it will prevent further panning user interface floating text display for last hits updated to golden display i'm not sure what that means i haven't played heroes in a very long time fixed an issue that allowed the active ability hotkey buttons to be dragged in the hotkey menu holding down shift or control will now also register as having the announcement modifier held for clicking in on the top bar there's stuff with experience globes melee minions reduced from 84 to zero or experience value from 84 to zero experience value of wizard minions reduced from 75 to zero experience value of ranged minions reduced from 72 to zero. There's an observer thing. Experience globes will now be displayed as blue for the team on the left and gray for the team on the right. The interface has been updated to display Misha, Olaf, Bailog, and Eric's health bars. Not sure exactly. Well, the last three, those are the uh, lost Vikings. I don't know who Misha is, though. Uh, Fixed an issue that caused Diva's health bar in the interface to only display the pilot's health. Recap: Combat healing will no longer register mana or shields restored to allied heroes as healing. Clutch Healer will now only register healing done to health. Protector will now register damage prevented by protected as protection. There's some new maps. Alterac Pass fixed an issue that caused Knolls to reduce the armor of evading targets. Braxis Holdout fixed an issue that caused Hellbats to reduce the armor of evading targets. Hanamura Temple, which I think they talked about um, at BlizzCon, Fixed an issue that caused the recon camp to have the scaling value reset when captured. Warhead Junction. Fixed an issue that caused Hellbats to reduce the armor of evading targets. That seems to be a pattern there, so I'm glad they fixed that. And then there's heroes that they're talking about, and they're all in alphabetical order. There's a whole lot of them. Some of these, if you're still playing heroes, might be ones you enjoy playing. There's one called Deckard. Guess who that is? Ha <laughs> ha I didn't even know that here's what they did for Deckard Uh, Fixed an issue that caused Poison of Shielding to increase Deckard's self healing when damage is prevented to allied heroes. Fixed an issue that caused Herodric Staff to not be placed on cooldown while blinded. Fixed an issue that caused Rejuvenation Potion to heal Leoric while Undying is active. Fixed an issue that caused Scroll of Identify to detect targets before the first quest milestone. And Ancient Blessings will now reveal the area for 0.75 seconds. Um, There's Diablo in there, difficulty updated from medium to hard, fixed an issue that caused Black Soulstone's health bonuses to stack multiplicatively with other health bonuses, fixed an issue that caused Hellfire's damage aura to display as a critical when damage was not increased, fixed an issue that caused Dying Breath Apocalypse to display incorrectly in the death recap, and Soul Shield icon updated. There's so many more in here. It's the whole whole ETC band is in there. (laughs) Um... And then there's just so many more in here. I'm trying to find ones that are specifically Diablo kind of things. Um, but there's not a lot of those. There's some of these. I have no idea who they even are because I don't play every game from Blizzard, believe it or not. I really don't. Okay, here's Leoric. So that's the Skeleton King, right? Uh, Difficulty updated from easy to medium. Fixed an issue that caused Buried Alive's silence to be reduced in duration by Abolish Magic's duration reduction. Fixed an issue that caused Burning Despair's damage aura to display as a critical when damage was not increased. Fixed an issue that caused Drain Hope and Drain Essence to remain active on targets after they enter a vehicle. Leoric's self-healing is no longer increased by Drain Essence's Undying Death Timer reduction. Leoric is no longer capable of activating Ossian Renewal while Undying is active. Wrath of the Bone King effect reveal duration reduced from 1 second to 0.75 seconds. There's a whole bunch of people in here, or characters in here, that I have no idea who they are. Maltheal. Maltheal's part of this too, with Heroes of the Storm. Difficulty updated from medium to hard. Fixed an issue that caused Touch of Death to display floating text for healing prevented twice. Ethereal Existence will now display a block visual at maximum stacks. Soul Rip no longer reveals the area. Mephisto. Wow, Mephisto's in there too. Difficulty updated from medium to hard. Fixed an issue that caused lightning reaction to not be affected by damage reduction if caused by a shade of Mephisto's lightning nova. Hmm. I guess they were getting in way- the way of that particular skill. Um, let's see. A lot of these. I have no idea who these people are. Um, let's see. Some of them I've heard the name, like some of these are like World of Warcraft and other stuff. Let's see. The Butcher. Difficulty updated from medium to hard. Fixed an (sighs) issue. Wow. (laughs) Fixed an issue that caused Butcher to lose more meat than intended when slain. That sounds hysterically funny to me. (laughs) Cleaver no longer reveals target's hit. Cleaver will now reveal the search area for 0.75 seconds. Furnace Blast will now reveal targets hit for two seconds. Butcher is no longer revealed to the enemy if unseen when Lamb to the Slaughter damages an enemy. There's a whole bunch here about the Lost Vikings and all the ones they can do. I think... It is my understanding... Well, there's three of them, and it's my understanding that you kind of, like, rotate them around or something like that, but I'm not sure. Terial, Terial's in there. Difficulty updated from medium to hard. Fixed an issue that caused swift retribution to not apply to channeled basic attacks. Fixed an issue that caused basic attacks to activate bound by law while blinded or if the target is evading. Fixed an issue that caused burning halo's damage aura to display as a critical when damage was not increased. Archangel's Wrath Explosion will now reveal target's hit for two seconds. Burning Halo icon updated. Burning Halo is now classed as a passive talent. Herodric Reforging icon updated. And Herodric Reforging is now classed as a passive talent. That's probably it. Uh, there's a bunch of other characters in here. If you play, you play, know, If you play heroes, you might already know about those. But I tend to highlight the Diablo stuff because this is mostly a Diablo podcast. So there we are. Blizzard also posted on November 15th the Battle.net Black Friday sale is live. It's through Battle.net. Items are up to 67% off through November 27. So I'm going to read you a little bit of this. Now through November 27, we're serving up savings so you can dive into your next epic adventure. Maybe something on your wish list has gone on sale. Maybe there's a specific in-game goodie you've been meaning to grab. Or maybe you're simply in the mood to embark on a brand new journey into the unknown with your gaming friends. Whatever quest you're on, the Black Friday sale is here to get you underway. Visit the Black Friday sale page on the Battle.net shop now or check out an overview of all the deals below. And they have for Diablo, this is what they're uh talking about. So you can get the Diablo 4 standard edition up to 40% off, Diablo 4 Deluxe Edition up to 40% off, Diablo 4 Ultimate Edition up to 40% off, Diablo 2 Resurrected up to 67% off, Diablo 3 Resurrected Prime Evil Collection up to 60 60- 67% off. Diablo 3 up to 50% off. I was just playing that a little while ago. I jumped back in because I had a video that I recorded with my monk in Diablo 3. And I thought, is that season still running? And it turns out, yes. Yes, it is. It's still there. You can go and do that if you want to. Diablo 4 Reaper of Souls up to 50% off. Diablo 3 Reaper of Souls Digital Deluxe Edition up to 25% off. Diablo 3 Battle Chest up to 33% off. That's the one where you can get like all the stuff at once. Um, Diablo Three Eternal Collection up to 25% off, and Diablo three Rise of the Necromancer up to 33% off. If you don't have that one, I highly recommend it. It's a lot of fun. That is the only class that I was able to complete all of the set dungeons for back in the day when that was a new content thing. So I highly recommend it if you're, you know, interested in playing a necro for a while. It's really fun. Amazon has books, obviously, and this book is titled The Herodric Vault, The Complete Collection. It is hardcover and it was put here on Amazon on November 7, 2023. So here's what this is about. Now, some of you may already have some of these. I have quite a few of these. So here's what the description says. In Sanctuary, knowledge can often be the deciding factor between utter defeat and hard-won victory. Now, fans of Diablo can seize these ancient and sometimes forbidden truths with Herodric Vault, the complete collection. This unmatched box set includes stunningly illustrated artifacts, including Book of Cain, Delve deeper into the dark medieval world of Diablo as Deckard Cain of the Haradrim shares history and lore about the angelic and demonic beings that wage constant war with one another. Book of Tyrael. Join Tyriel, the renowned champion and former archangel of the high heavens, as he reveals secrets about the history of Sanctuary, the evil threats that yet face humankind, and his decision to join the ranks of humanity as a mortal in this stunning tome. Book of Adria. Pour over the mysterious witch Adria's instructional guide, showing the ways of forbidden magic and arcane knowledge about the demons, beasts, Risen Dead and Angels that roam the dark, dangerous world of Sanctuary and the realms beyond in this breathtaking bestiary. Book of Lorath, Make your stand against the darkness with lorath Nar of the Haradrim as he journeys through Sanctuary's most powerful relics that have often been, and might yet be, the key to tipping the fate of the world in this must-have reliquary. Whether readers are facing the grim world of Diablo for the first time or are eager to re-immerse themselves in the terror, these detailed and beautifully crafted tomes are the perfect companions to guide travelers safely through Sanctuary. Lift the lamp of knowledge against the gap. Gathering dark, and let the voices of sanctuary guide your path. I have maybe all of these. I know I have Book of Cain, Book of Tyrael, Book of Adria. I'm not sure if I have Lorath, but maybe these are pretty good. If you really want to dig into like the lore of things from the viewpoint of a specific character that supposedly put all this stuff in the book, you know, it's just kind of an interesting way to learn more about the lore of Diablo. I think last episode I talked about the Blood Harvest, and the Blood Harvest was actually. Uh, posted by Blizzard Entertainment on October 20, and it was Donate to the Blood Harvest, Earn In-Game Rewards. So that happened, and it was it's running from October 20 to November 20 for players in the United States over 18, and you can help save lives by visiting any blood donation center, donating your blood, and logging your contribution. Not only will you be helping someone in need, but you'll also help earn coveted in-game rewards based upon the total amount of blood donated by all eligible players. And there's another like website here it has a fountain with a uh, statue on it that looks like a woman who has been surrounded by snakes Uh, everything is dripping blood into the fountain and if you scroll over it a little bit it will actually start like rolling the blood down the fountain and out there is off to the side a thing that says blood harvest it says the ascension of lord zir next to it there are three portions of it that needed to be hit in order to have people who donated blood to reap these rewards. So the first one was weapons, the second was armor, and the last one was a mount. So they're at 100% now. So it's all done, okay? And the rewards, which I'm gonna click on right here, anyone who participated in this can unlock community in-game awards, and some of them are weapons for different classes. There's some kind of um, armor and a horse. All unlocked rewards will be distributed to players in-game on November 22, and you can still contribute your blood, apparently. It is still at 100%, so I don't know how that's going to work. I know that me personally, I'm anemic, I can't do this, but I'm hoping a lot of other people got to do this, because it seems like a really good cause in a really, really weird way. So, y'all did it. Congrats. And I'm posting here something that was actually posted in October from IGN. It is a Diablo 4 guide for the Season of Blood. So if you haven't jumped in there yet, you can. This gives you like little videos like how to unlock amounts and, you know, all of this sort of thing. So there's like Season of Blood release time, which we already know it's been up for a little while. Uh, The Vampiric Powers, you'll need potent blood for this. And, you know, all this other stuff is in here. So if you're kind of stuck, if you've joined season two and you haven't been able to, like, get far or you decided to stray and do all the little exclamation point quests, which I've been doing for a while, actually, because I don't know where I'm going in many cases. There's a lot in here that can, you know, explain things to you and kind of show you what the rewards are and stuff like that. So there's a lot in there. Um, If you're stuck, read that. It'll help you. On November 16th, Blizzard posted, Mother's Blessing Returns to Sanctuary. And there's a picture of Lilith there, of course, because who else could that be? So here's what you need to know. Rise, wanderer, and stand triumphant before your horde of spoils. An alluring glow descends across the land, increasing the clarity and temperament of all Starwalt demon slayers. Not the ones in Diablo 3. Uh, scholars have unlocked new secrets in their ancient tomes while coffers threaten to burst with gold unearthed from long forgotten crypts. Make haste to hone your blade through a week of adventure and plunder to become the deadliest force in all of Sanctuary. Blessings aplenty earn increased experience and gold. From November 20, a couple days from now, 10 a.m. through November 27, PST, uh, A.M. PST, all players will earn experience and gold at a 35% multiplicative increased rate. Lilith blesses all her children as this bonus applies to both seasonal and eternal realms and all world tiers. This bonus stacks, so it pairs with elixirs and the urn of experience to maximize your experience gains. For those curious where to attribute this newfound boon, look for the new in-game icon beside your potion count that signifies the increased rate of earning gold and experience. Use this boost to carve through ranks of the battle pass, climb to higher levels and world tiers with burning swiftness, and complete your season journey so you can confront the trials waiting for you in the Abattoir of Zir on December 5th. Gather round, stoke the fire, and rally your most savvy of companions to decimate demons with renewed fever. The Blessed Mother's cruelty is matched by her generosity, but not for long. Rise to new heights and earn more gold for your bloodlust during Mother's Blessing. And uh, that's what that's about. So that starts um, November 20 and through November 27, you get more gold, basically, is what I'm understanding here. There's also a post on the Diablo... Immortal Immortal uh, Twitter account. I know it's X now, but if you go to look at something on Twitter, it still says Twitter.com at the top of the website, so whatever, but this is the Diablo Immortal account. And they wrote this, raise a tankard with glee and celebrate with a feast to topple all others with harvest bounty. From November 17, which was yesterday, to December 1, revel in joyous excess by completing daily tasks to fill in the tiles on the event board. Fill out the entire board and receive a proper autumnal bounty. And there's a little video here which shows a bunch of food. Um, fish and birds and uh, pumpkins and things like this there. And there's some cranberries. So that's what that's for. It's a limited time thing because that seems to be what Diablo Immortal does. Uh, if you're interested in that, you can go do it. I might go do it, you know, just to see what that's like because I haven't been in there in a while. And then there's a post by Joe Shelley, who is the uh, designer at Blizzard Entertainment on Diablo. This is his personal Twitter account. And he has a screenshot here of uh, a couple of characters standing in front of a hearth uh, that's been lit with a bunch of candles around it. I don't know if they're in an inn or what. And he wrote to this, You probably know you can emote hello to pups, hashtag Diablo four towns, to pet them. But you might not know that you can also say hello to cats to get them to stretch. If you score a critical greeting, the cat will even roll over on its back for belly rubs. And there is a character that seems to be petting, I'm not sure if it's a dog or a cat, Laying there, it's kind of fuzzy to me, but yeah, I did not know that. For this whole time, I've been playing Diablo Four, I had no idea how to pet the doggos, and I haven't seen any cats so far. But I'm gonna try that. You know, I didn't know you could just say hello to the dog and have it come over, and then somehow you can pet it. I suppose. I mean, we've got a character sitting on the floor there, so maybe you sit, maybe it automatically does this for you. I want to find out, so I'll probably try that later today. And. The title of our show, Midwinter uh, Blight, is um, is something that's going to happen. This was posted a while back on uh, Wowhead from Tharid, and it's just titled, Midwinter Blight Rewards and Gameplay, Diablo 4's First Holiday Event. Well, of course it's the first holiday event. The game hasn't been out that long yet, but I do dig these things sometimes because it's like, ooh, collection stuff, right? So it's got a photo of a bunch of the weapons and armor and things like that. And um, so here's what you need to do. Uh, Blizzard has also shown event gameplay to give players an idea of what to expect during the Midwinter Blight event. In essence, players will need to defeat the Red Cloaked Horror and his Goatmen minions. Check out all the shown rewards and the gameplay sequence below. So here we have like a variety of weapons and crossbows and axes and skulls and all these kinds of things and, and a shield with the goat head on it. And then there is the uh, midwinter cosmetic rewards. These are things you can wear on your back. So it's mostly goats and like some of them are for like one for each class kind of thing. And um, so they have horns. Some of them are like covered in blood. Some of them have like the whole goat head with like the fluffiness on it and just different things like that. And they sit on your back like your pet would if you had a pet. I think I got for my barbarian. Um, a pet of some kind I think it was like the sleeping like a sleeping uh, wolf pet kind of thing and I think I got it for killing a shava with a group of people in the alpha I think um, so that was kind of fun but these are these are cool too. there's a little video here of somebody running somebody's character running through the snow. And then there's the monsters, and they're gruesome looking, and they all have horns on their head in different varieties. It looks like the midwinter blight event is going to be on the Fractured Peaks map, um, somewhere in there. And the whole section of that from wherever Wowhead pulled this from is kind of a purple color around all of it. So it should be interesting to try at the very least. Wowhead also has Midwinter Blight rewards teaser trailer, back trophies and weapons. The back trophies are the ones with all the skulls of these goat people. Like I guess they're really detailed too. They're pretty neat. If you go on Twitter, which I'm gonna call that forever, honestly, um, there is a video Midwinter Blight play December 12 through January 2nd, and there is a character here holding up the uh, sh- uh, like a shield with a goat head on it. And you earn free rewards for every class coming to Diablo 4 on December 12th. Um, So there's some stuff to do for the holidays if you want to do that. And another one from Wowhead. We have everything we know about Grigor and living steel chests in Diablo 4. I know nothing of this, so I'm going to read it and see what I can learn. Since the drop rate of living steel has been increased, now is the best time for players to har- to farm uber-duriel, although I guess you could harm him as well, in search of obtaining all-powerful uber-unique items. These ultra-rare and powerful items will become even more important once the new pinnacle challenge, uh, Abattoir of Zur, becomes available on December 5th. And there's a map here. And it looks like it's, gosh, where are they? It's a red-colored area, and it has mysteries chests, mysteries chests that are inactive, living steel chest, and living steel chest inactive colors for it. If it's purple, it's inactive, I guess, with that one. I'm not sure. But here's what was written by uh, Popular popular for Wowhead. To aid players in their search for, for living steel, we've developed a Helltide tracker which shows all the locations of the tortured gifts of living steel. This first step should allow players to obtain enough living steel to summon Grigor, the Galvanic Saint, multiple times per Helltide. This is important, since successfully slaying Grigor will reward players with a Shard of Agony, the first material required to summon Uber Doriel. Grigor also has his own drop table of target farmable uniques, meaning that elusive piece you you need might be just around the corner. In addition to dropping the Shard of Agony, Grigor also has a chance to drop the Demon Binder Mount Armor Cosmetic. This Mount Armor drops exclusively from Grigor, and so and with the increase in Living Steel drop rates, now is the best time to farm some Living Steel and defeat Grigor, the Galvanic Saint. And so here's some stuff. There's like a little item drops thing with unique items. So Barbarians could get uh, Rama Magnum Opus, Rage of Harrogath, Ancient's Oath, Battle Trance, and The Butcher's Cleaver. Druids can get Insatiable Fury, Hunter's Zenith, Waxing Gibeus, which sounds like a moon-related thing, and the Butcher's Cleaver. Necromancer can get Blood Artisan Curious, Howl from Below, and Greaves of the Empty Tomb. Rogue gets Word of Hakan, Grasp of Shadow and Wind Force. Sorcerer gets Staff of Lam Essen. Ice Heart Braeus and Gloves of the Illuminator and all classes will get Penitent Greaves in this thing. Um, There's also some links here about, you know, how to fight, uh, where to find the Living Steel and how to fight the Abattoir of Zur. And the last thing I have here was uh, last episode I talked about jewelry that was based on Lilith and Denarius and um, it looks like Blizzard is just continuing to branch out with these things because now it's uh, it's from a company called Coco Fresh Tea and Juice and it's also a Blizzard Entertainment Unveiled Diablo 4 collaboration this was on um, October 20 I think let me see if I could figure out what the actual date was but there's a picture here of Lilith and Coco welcomes all there's a Lilith Advocate drink and a mouse pad you can get from Achievements. I'm not sure how that works exactly, so let's find out. Cocoa Fresh Tea & Juice has partnered with Blizzard Entertainment to bring a thrilling experience to Diablo 4 fans across the United States, Canada, Japan, Hong Kong, Thailand, Australia, New Zealand, the Netherlands... Belgium, France, Spain, and the United Kingdom. This exceptional partnership delivers themed drinks, exclusive merchandise, and exciting in-game benefits. There's a link to find your nearest participating store. This marks a significant moment in the bubble tea industry, being the first time a boba tea brand has teamed up with a major gaming brand at this level. Coco is introducing two new Diablo 4-inspired flavors, Frozen Orb and Lilith Advocate. Purchase these themed drinks at select Locations and you'll receive a gift card unlocking an in-game reward like free Diablo 4 game codes, exclusive merchandise, stickers, postcards, pins, keychains, and mouse pad, and more. And there's a picture here of all the stuff you could get. There are keychains with different classes on them. There's the Drinks Lilith Advocate, which has like a lot of like blood-colored things in it, and Frozen Orb, which has like three different colors stacked one up on the other. There's a scratch card that I guess gives you something. There's a cup sleeve. So if you have your cocoa cup, you could stick this image of Lilith, you know, it could stick it in that to like hold it there, I guess. There's also an Inarius version of that. There is an Inarius pin and a Lilith pin. There are postcards of Lilith herself. And then I'm not even sure what's going on in the second one. It's kind of small. There is a mouse pad with the sorceress and that big yellow snake that goes around and kills everything. And then there are stickers of different classes. Um, This is a first come first serve type thing while stocks last. And it starts on, let's see, in the United States, it's going to start on, uh, well, this was October, actually, so this might be done, but I I just... Find it kind of interesting. All of the ways that the Diablo teams are hooking up with different types of companies that you might not think about. If if what your main idea is is I want to play Diablo games, you might not be looking for Diablo jewelry. You might not be looking for whatever this Coco thing is. And um, but they did it, and I just think it's really strange and interesting. And I think they'll keep doing this sort of thing which would be good. It's kind of fun in a way. It's a little bit lighthearted. It's like, oh yeah, let's have Lilith's face on our, you know, fluffy little drinks here. I mean, (laughs) I find it amusing. And that's where I'm going to end today's show. You have been listening to episode 434 of The Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. Missed an episode? You can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at www.shatteredsoulstone.com. Come join us in-game. Our in-game community and clan, both named Shattered Soulstone, are open to anyone who would like to join. You can also join us on Discord for the ultimate team and community-based experience. Find the Discord invitation link on our Twitter at Shattered Stone as well as the Shattered Soulstone website. Thank you for listening.